I've tried a variety of different podcasting outlets. And the one thing that's always bothered me is the fact that I have to pay a monthly fee to do something that I love to do. And that's talk to the audience. But with Anchor, they make it simple and make it easy for you to do a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, and the most important thing right out of the shoot, it's free. F-R-E-E. Free. Wow. You can't beat free in this day of age. You can record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So if you're sitting there and you have a thought, you're on the couch, you're in the bathroom, you're at work, just whip out your phone, download the Anchor app on your phone, hit the record button, you can be done, edit, and bam, you're set. It'll go to, if you have a Spotify account, Apple Podcast, and many, many more. And you know what the cool thing is? Another thing, cool thing, I know there's so many cool things here. You can make money from your podcast. It doesn't matter how many people listen, you can make money. For your one-stop shop, go to Anchor right now. Download the free, yes, once again, you keep hearing this word, everyone. Free, F-R-E-E, or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Tuesday 2, you two will face each other, one on one in this ring, and it will be one full to the finish. Yes. And then, the winner will be the new NXT champion. That's now that's Sunday. That's wow, huge decision from William Regal. He's called a tie between Finn Balor and Adam Cole. And next week at NXT Super Tuesday 2, we're going to have a singles match between these two men. One fall to the finish, and that will find our new NXT champion. Wow. Woohoo! We are live. Steven Mielsen here of the zone. Walkway to Fight Club. Wow. What a show. What a podcast we got here. Wow. I don't even know where to start. We'll start with thanking everybody for watching the podcast earlier this afternoon, which had my thoughts on Brock Lesnar. I thinking he should go back to the UFC and then go back to WWE. I think that would just be, in all honesty, I think that would be best for business. Just my opinion. We talked about what else we talked about. Down between Bellator, UFC, and um, WWE. We talked about the horrible finish in last night's Raw main event, which kind of went and parlayed into this evening. And then we will get into. We'll talk about NXT. We'll talk about the controversial ending to the main event. We'll talk about the Raw ratings slipping a bit. The final UFC main event, pay-per-view main event of the year is set. A mega match to possibly start 2021. Featuring one of the biggest rematches in the history of the company. So I'm definitely looking forward to talking about that. But 
Let's get all the particulars out of the way. You can follow the Walkway to Fight Club on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com forward slash the Walkway to Fight Club. Just click the like button. Hit the follow button. Also give it a reaction to right now how you feel about the video. All, we're also live on YouTube. Just hit that subscribe button. It's not hard. Bam. Subscribe. Bam. Just give the thumbs up. You know you want to. You just go ahead and do that. And then... Almighty then, leave questions and comments. There's plenty to talk about. My phone is blowing up. We already got questions. We already got comments regarding this. A tie. A tie. The NXT main event, Super Tuesday. Between Finn Balor, Tommaso Ciampa, Adam Cole, and Johnny Gargano. A four-way, 60-minute Iron Man match. Wow. First of all, I want to say it's a great match. I thought it was very good. Very well-paced. All four guys worked fantastic. The action, it was constant. There was nothing There was nothing slow about it. But the finish. What the hell is with this finish? I thought it was a cruel joke. I really thought it was. I thought this was like some cruel joke to society. I really thought it was. So this is what happened. All four guys were tied at one. Going into the final minute. Gargano and Ciampa were on the top. They were battling it out. Ciampa hit the inverted DDT from the top rope. They inverted Death Valley Driver. I take that back. And then... Balor hit the coup de gras. And you before I keep going, you notice something is going on when you see Cole just kind of peeking up. And you're like, okay, that's kind of strange. And you're like, ah, nah. And you're like, oh, no, they're not going to do it. And I'm thinking at first, I'm thinking, I'm thinking they're not. And I'm thinking in my mind when I'm seeing Cole up, I'm seeing Cole watch Balor. And I'm like, okay. Still watching Cole with the pin. And I'm like, no. No. And they fucking did it anyway. Balor hits the coup de gras. Gets the pin. Cole hits. Cole rushes in 10 seconds left. Hits the last shot. Drags. Struggling. To get the pin on Balor. Who was celebrating moments earlier. For the three count. And I'm like. You're thinking at this point, you're like, okay, 
you're thinking. And my head is telling me, hey, they're going to go to overtime. They let U.S. say no. And I'm like, okay, this is what the, what's going to happen. That's what I'm thinking. And I'm texting with a group of people, and they're thinking the same thing. Ladies and gentlemen, that did not happen. What happened will happen, what you might ask. William Regal comes to the ring. Looks at the both of them, Cole and Balor are jawjacking at each other. What does Regal say? Doesn't even take a mic. I'm thinking, okay, we're going to a draw. We're going to a 60 minute. We're going like WrestleMania 12. We're going to go. We're just going to say, you know what? Sudden death over time. First fall between you two wins. And they'll get Gargano and Ciampa out of the ring. Honestly thinking. What do we get? You two will battle next week. One-on-one. Super Tuesday Part 2. Sudden death. The winner becomes the NXT champion. What the fuck? I don't swear much. I really don't. And I tried my hardest. One text I want to read in particular. And it's really... And this is from, this was the sentiment I got from friends. And this text is from someone in the business who used to be in WWE. This, but this was the sentiment. I got the same exact message twice. First from one of my best friends and from someone who used to work in WWE. That's why I don't really watch WWE anymore. Stupid shit like that. I'll read it one more time from one of my good buddies and, and from someone who has worked two separate, two texts from two different people, a friend of mine who casually watches, but he loves Finn Balor. And then from someone who used to work in WWE, we'll read it one more time. That's why I don't really watch WWE anymore. Stupid shit like that. Hey, Dolph Ziggler. What's up, dude? Dolph Ziggler says, hey, you just digged in your nose. I didn't know him. Thanks for, thanks for watching, Dolph. I do have a big nose. I'm part German and part Mexican. Maybe that's why. I don't know. I appreciate you watching, though, and you can tell everybody to watch. Subscribe. Hit the thumbs up on YouTube. I appreciate it. Giasanu, WWE. Hi, Dolph. Dave Sadler. Sadler, what's up, dude? Vince has his old crusty hands in NXT. Garbage. You had four top guys and still effed it up. With three exclamation marks. 
Dave, you're not wrong. Vince has had his hands in it for now for a little bit. People have tried to debunk this method and this theory because it did come out. Vince isn't writing NXT. But Vince is overseeing NXT. And I'm going to imagine Vince McMahon had a... It's something to do with this finish. Because this is a horse crap finish. And you had it right there at the top. And it's kind of been the sentiment from what I've been reading. From the last comment from Dave Sadler. Four of the top guys in the business. In NXT. And you go to this? Are you that desperate for ratings? You think people are going to watch this tomorrow night? The replay is on sci-fi. And I've been told that's just because they don't want AEW getting big ratings tomorrow night. But how do you do this finish? They wonder why their product is down to begin with. You go with this finish? It's horrible. I'm not going to sit here and get in this screaming rant and tangent and scream like a pendulum two-year-old. But you can't tell me, out of all the creative team members who write this show, you couldn't come up with more of a creative finish? Finish? How? Here's a great point. Once again from Dave Sadler. Juice, keep pumping it, man. Hope all is well to the fam. I mean, next week we have a women's cage match and a regular match for the title. Why? Yes, do we have a cage match next week? And I'm looking forward to that. I thought two very good promos from short promos from Rhea Ripley and Mercedes Martinez. Two good promos. I'm pumped for that match now. I thought it was a great way she cost Ripley the match last week. Two good promos. Blows off that program, and then you can get what I don't know what they're going to do. I think they're going to do Martinez in the short run, and Ripley's going to be the long-term player for Io Shirai. But it's like, you're going to do a cage match, and then you're going to go to a regular one-on-one match for the title. That makes zero sense. Do the cage match the following week. Give people something to look forward to. But you're not doing that here. It's like you keep running your head into the wall. And I keep saying this about WWE. You keep running your head into the wall. Wrestling is supposed to be a thing to where we have fun. It's all wrestling is supposed to be. Is an escape and watch guys and girls hone their craft and entertain us. And put on a good match. And do what they do better than anybody else in the world. Instead. We get part of that equation. And then somehow creative still goes out and screws it up. Guys this isn't hard. Sorry about that. This isn't hard. Oh my first place Chicago White Sox by the way. In case uh, anyone cares. Boom. Boom. I had to get that, and that makes me happy. But it's one of these things to where it's like, we shouldn't have to beat our head three days out of the week 
Sometimes four when you have a pay-per-view. Pray to God you're not watching main event. Oh, I pray you and hope you're not. This should not have gone to a tie. If anyone thinks they've gone to a tie, please tell me. Make the case for me. Please. I am open to a discussion on this. We Trust me, we can shit on this all day. That's fine. But if someone can please, if someone has an argument that is valid, I'm open to the have the conversation. I am. But I know there's someone out there, and there's people out there, and I, and I know there are. Just know there are that are going to say, "Well, Steve, you have to have something for next week. Give them a hook, and I'm all about a hook." I'm all about storytelling. I am. I am. Yeah, could have done better here. This could have been a. This could have been better. You could have come up. The cage match was enough of a hook. I would have watched next week because I think that match is going to be pretty good. You got two good, athletic women in the ring who are going to go. They're going to go. You know they are. And you know it's going to be hard-hitting, it's going to be physical, and it's going to be a ton of fun. And that's what all wrestling should be. It's all it should be. Keep hitting the wrong button there. Sorry, guys. Agree or disagree with the finish of the main event. Let's go to a couple more. We got a couple more. From Sean Thomas Costa. It's a joke, man. Sean, thank you first of all for watching. I really appreciate it. Yes. A joke is being nice. A joke is actually something funny. This is not a joke. This is more of <laughs> it's a head it's a goddamn head scratcher. Another comment from Sean Adam Cole somehow with 10 seconds seconds I mean 10 seconds left ties it up I did the same thing but you saw it coming when he covered up his eye when you when he I was I saw him looking he looked at Bella hit the coup de gras and he's watching the pin trying to time it and I'm like no I'm thinking at that point okay maybe maybe just maybe He's not going to get the pin on time. And then he comes up just short. And then you have a Balor Cole program, which I'm, they've been teasing since Balor came to NXT. And I think that would be amazing. But they didn't do that. They did an absurd finish. It's like, come on. What in the hell is going on here? Got a lot of people jumping in, jumping out. I'm loving it. Thank you so much. Whatever way you're watching, if you're watching via Facebook, leave a reaction to the video, like the Walkway to Fight Club page, and also follow the page as well. If you're watching via YouTube, or if you, even if you're watching on Facebook, go to the YouTube channel, the Walkway to Fight Club. Just hit the subscribe button. It's not hard.
Boo! Subscribe, and also give a thumbs up to the video. One more comment from Dave Sadler. Use the cage for the title or a ladder or something. Make it special for God's sake. Now, see, that is a great idea. I'm down for that idea. Use a ladder. A ladder match. Who knew? Dave Sadler, you just did and booked a creative idea that they have failed to do. But we did to defend them here on this particular uh, instance. We did just see a ladder match at TakeOver. But if you were going to go with this finish, a ladder match is the best idea. My honest opinion. I think it is. I think that is the best way to go in a situation like this. Or, God, you don't do a cage match. And then you do this match on the same show. Makes no sense. How am I losing my voice only 19 minutes in? I am so ticked off. All right, let's read another one from Dave Sadler. It's supposed to be fun. In this day of age, 60 minutes is too long for fans, and you know nothing of substance is going to happen for 59 minutes and 35 seconds of the match. You know what? That match held up pretty well, I have to say. I had my doubts, because it's a very valid point. In this day of age, you don't see 60-minute matches just because of, like you said, Fans don't have the attention span of when we were younger. I'm 39. In 1996, you can have these matches. 86, you can have these matches. In the advent of social media and the iPhone and all the Samsung phones and the Androids and people just don't, iPads... Samsung pads, Chromebooks, computer, laptops. People don't have the intention span for a 60-minute match. This match held up very well for one reason and one reason only. Actually, two reasons. All four guys are really, really good. And they were telling a great story until the final moments. Plain and simple. Now, is it more an indictment of of us not appreciating this type of wrestling? I'm not saying we got to have a 60-minute match every week. I don't know. Every week? No. Every month? No. But I think if you do a 60-minute match twice a year, I'm down for that. Because it's a unique match. Even if you do it once a year, I'm cool with too. Matches like this are novelties. You want to keep them far and few in between. If you got talent that are good workers and talent that talent that knows how to tell a story, you can do 60 minutes. If you can't stay entertained, that's on the fans. That's not on the talent. That's on the fans. That's on them. If they're if the talent's sucking it up, then it's on the talent. 
if the story is not getting told right. That's a mix of creative, and but generally the blame is going to go to the talent. It should. I'm sorry. It should go to the talent. Most of the blame should go to the talent. And creative gets a small sample of it. With this finish, I'm not blaming the talent at all. The talent held up for 60 minutes. The talent told a great story. The creative was horseshit. One more question from Dave Sadler. Hey, Steve, how will the show be booked next week? Will they fuck it up and start the show with the title and let the cage main event or vice versa? That's a great question. Great two questions. The first question, I don't know how they're booking the show next week. I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask. Um... I do vice versa. I begin with the cage match and I end with the title. Yeah. Or if you really want to get cute, you can put both matches in the eight o'clock block. But what I would do or in the nine East coast, nine o'clock hour central eight o'clock hour. I would start with the cage match. Start off with a good Ripley's proven to draw. I would do that. And then I would let, the title match go, I'd let them go 30. You started at 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central. Because I think it's going to be very good. That match is going to be amazing. The first match they had, I thought, wasn't good of how great those guys are. And I think working with each other again, I think you got two great workers, same body size, same, more or less the same skill set, I think. I think it's going to be very good. But I go, I start with the cage match, and then I end with the title match. Agree or disagree with the finish of the NXT main event? Finn Balor and Adam Cole go to a tie. Balor hit the coup de gras, The pin Johnny. I think, God, I don't remember when that pin was on. My mind is in such a blur. I think it was uh, Gargano. And then uh, Adam Cole came in, hit the last shot, struggled to pin Finn Balor, but got the pin with no time remaining. Manager, GM of NXT, William Regal, declared it a tie, and they will go to a sudden death match next week. Super Tuesday, part due. Agree or disagree with the finish of the main event? Let's recap the sh- while we're doing it. Let's just kind of go forward on what happened with the show. We'll go just kind of give a brief synopsis here. We're not going to get too, but we'll start with. I thought a great start to the show. Overall, I thought this show was good, except for the horrid finish. Legado de Fantasma against Brizango and Swerve Scott. No holds barred. I like for the first majority of the, this match was on the outside or using all the all the foreign objects on the outside they got back in the ring a little bit of beautiful <laughs> missile drop kick by swerve scott into a steel chair in the middle turnbuckle fire extinguisher by tyler breeze into the eyes of all the heels they go to a commercial 
I went to the bathroom. I came out back out. Imperium. Attack Breeze. They put the boots to him. Scott and Fandango leapt off, off top of a platform onto the heels. Breeze and Fandango did a splash over the top and onto the heels. It was Scott and Escobar in the ring. Hits the Mishinoku driver for the win. I know a lot of people didn't like the finish. Not the finish of that six-man tag was well done. You have to build to a program between Scott and Escobar. You can see that's the direction that they're going. Looks like they'll face each other on the TakeOver show on, I think it's the 4th of October. I think it's the only WWE show in October. Unlike pay-per-view worthy show. So I think that's what they're going with. I would go with that. I'm not saying I'd do a title change, but I thought that was the right finish. Very entertaining match. I'm I'm sorry. I like Breezango. I mean, I don't know if you guys do, but I am a fan. Candice LeRae. I love Candice LeRae's outfit. I love that outfit. Got the little, they, I like that hair. The angel wings on the back. I think that's pretty cool. Very good as a heel. I didn't think her and Gargano can pull off being heels. Well done. Face Casey Cadenzaro. I caught just parts of this match. I was, my kids were acting up big time here, so I apologize. I caught the part where Casey's making the comeback. Larray hits a draping neckbreaker from the middle ropes. The inverted curb stomp for the pin. Right finish. Calls out Tegan Knox. Not feeling, not feeling Larray and Knox. Not feeling it. I don't know why. And I want to like Tegan Knox. I want to like, I like Candice Larray as a heel. I just don't know what, what are the stakes? What are you fighting for? I'm just not feeling that jive yet from either lady. An intense promo from Rhea Ripley. Saying she wants to get her hands on Mercedes Martinez. and wants her inside a steel cage. Excellent promo. That's the promo from Rhea Ripley I wanted when she lost the NXT title to Charlotte Flair. Where was that heart? Where was that passion from Rhea Ripley? I think that's been missing. I don't know what's taken her so long to find that. Mercedes Martinez shouldn't be shouldn't be the person you're getting all upset about. That's just me. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just being facetious. Maybe I'm just being naive. But wish we would have seen that fire from Rhea Ripley a little bit more. Bronson Reed, Timothy Thatcher. Really cool, major culture clash here. Topay by Reed. Commercial. Then it came back there battling on the outside. Austin Theory. Another pedophile. Man, WWE loves them pedophiles. I will tell you that. The pedophile known as Austin Theory. Came out. Attacked Bronson Reed. Threw him back into the ring. Thatcher got the armbar for the win. Man, what in the hell are they doing with Timothy Thatcher? Seems like he is going to be the first title defense for North American champion Damian Priest. I think the show, hey, I got a win. I beat a guy from the ladder match you were in. 
No Damian Priest tonight. I thought that at least we would have gotten a Priest promo. I thought that was I thought that was quite interesting. I just got a message. I haven't watched Impact yet. Eric Young won the Impact title. What? Wow, man, Eddie poor Eddie Edwards barely got a month title ring. Interesting. Okay, and we get a promo from Mercedes, and we get um, let's see. Adam Cole with the Undisputed Era, pacing back and forth. Ciampa's in deep thought. Main event's about to begin. We get a promo from Mercedes Martinez, accepting the Steel Cage match for next week. Let's see here. I got my notes here. I actually typed them out. Uh, Let's see. Ciampa clean house early on. Sent Balor crashing into the guard room. I liked. <laughs> Ciampa kept going around the ring, beating everybody up. Balor cut him off. They squared off in the ring. Go through Ciampa on the outside. Cole went to jump Balor and said Balor went to work on Cole. Gargano was soon rushed into the ring, cut Balor off with a sneak attack, and went on to target Cole's arm. I love here. <laughs> Gargano starts mocking all the. The gestures each guy made. I think that was freaking fancy. Gargano's such a badass heel. It's like, he's that heel that you just want to beat up. Those are the heels. Those are the best heels. That you just look at him and you're like, man, I want to kick his ass. I would love to kick Gargano's ass. Because I just that makes a great heel, though. And I think he's doing a great job with the character. Um... They go to a commercial 10 minutes in. Why do we get no picture in picture? The remainder of the match, we get picture in picture. The first commercial break, we don't get one. It's like little things like that. That just really get me upset. Cole comes back, fires up on Gargano. Cole goes after Balor. Balor starts running, comes back, runs wild on everybody. 15 minutes in, we still have no falls. A Tower Doom Superplex spot with Cole, Ciampa, and Balor. Gargano sneaked up, did the powerbomb. Balor hits a Tilt-A-World to give Gargano the 19-16 for, for clo- very close two count. Balor went for the coup de up. Gargano rolled out of the way. Ciampa caught Balor with the air raid crash for a two count. Hey, then we get a picture in picture. Cole pulls down the knee pad for the last shot on Gargano. The last shot on Ciampa. Instead, he got a super kick from Gargano. Got caught in a Gargano escape. Ciampa then put Balor in a, an arm bar. Come back from break. Cole and Balor are duking it out. Cole went too sweet. Woo, woo. Balor gave him a two-sweet return. They tried to get them to go to team up. Balor instead threw Cole out of the ring. Cole landed on the outside onto Gargano. Hit a tope. Got back into the ring. Ciampa hit, a, hit Ciampa with a shotgun dropkick. Balor hit dropkick Ciampa onto the floor. A coup de gras on the Cole for the pin. The first fall, 25 to the match. Almost halfway through. The first pinfall goes to the demon. 
to the Prince. Dollar. Another commercial. Another picture-in-picture. Picture. Champa caught Dollar off. Cole attempted a Panama Sunrise. Champa Connor to deliver Project Champa. Ballard breaks up the pin. Another Project Champa on Gargano. Ballard breaks it up again. Champa with these Project Champas. You busted them out tonight. Ballard kicked out a two. Another commercial. Oh my, way too many commercials. Champa attempted to catapult Cole like he did to Jake Gatlis last week. Did the catapult into the bar under the apron. Balor flew through with a wrecking ball to save Cole. Champa hit Willow's bell on Balor. Gave Balor the fairy tale ending. Gargano rushed into the ring to throw Champa. Out of the ring, Gargano stole a pinfall on, on Champa. Lost my spot here. Sling bay by Balor. A super kick by Cole to Balor and Gargano. Cole hits the Panama Sunrise on Gargano for a three. Everyone. But Tommaso Ciampa has a fall. Like how they were slipping. I like how they weren't showing the clock. To me, I thought they were so key. You're not showing the clock because you don't want fans that go in and out clicking. You don't see the clock. You're going to stay on. Because then you don't want to miss anything. That's the one little thing. It's the little things that matter. I thought they did that very well. It's a good job of a good way of retaining viewers. And then telling people, hey, I don't know how much time's left in this match. How about you turn it on? Because it's really good. A job well done. Double Willow spell by Gargano to Cole and Gargano. Fairy tale by Ciampa to Cole for the three count. And around the 23 minute mark with 23 minutes to go. Everybody has got to fall. Then a lot of in-ring work by Cole and Ciampa. I thought great work by both guys. God, the chemistry between those guys is so good. Balor comes in, breaks up, injures Ciampa's leg, goes for the single leg crab. Sling blade by Balor with 9.30 left. Balor to the top for the coup de gras. Then super gets super kicked by Gargano. Then Gargano super kicks Balor and Cole. Tope by Ghana. Gargano on the Ciampa, then on the Colo into the Pexiglass. He tried it on Balor, but he blocked it. Balor went for the 1916, but Gargano, with about eight minutes ago, did a tornado DDT onto the floor. Another commercial, and it's like, why? Let them go to a finish. Too many damn commercials. Let the match flow. Gargano, come, they come back. Gargano has a Gargano escape on Ciampa. Ciampa des starts decimating everybody on the floor. Job, good fire by Ciampa. Cannibals Gargano into the metal under the apron. I'm going to call it the Jake Atlas move. Because I don't think I've seen Jake Atlas for a very long time. Gargano gets somehow a small package for a long two. Great selling. Because Gargano goes right back to the neck. Job well done by Johnny Gargano. Champa chops Gargano down. Champa hits. I always get this confused. Uh, hold on, guys. I am so sorry. I lost my spot here. Ah. 
Champa hits the Aval- hits the air raid crash on Gargano. Balor flies in with a coup de gras on the Champa to score the pinfall. About fifteen. I still say it was about between ten and fifteen seconds. We'll go with that. Balor's celebrating. It's like I I'm gonna win. I'm gonna be the NXT champion. The announcers are Stu Bennett, Beth Phoenix, Vic Joseph are getting excited. Coles is watching. Times it goes in. Hits the last shot. Struggles to turn good old Finn over. With no time remaining, Adam Cole gets the three count. And then the unfortunate unfortunate circumstances of NXT G. William Regal saying, we are going to a sudden death match. The winner will become one fall. Will become the NXT. A really good show. I thought the main event was really good, but the finish was absolutely fucking awful. Doing a good show. Ruined a good show. For a horrible finish. Next week, Mercedes Martinez, Ripley in the steel cage. And then for the vacant NXT title, Adam Cole against Finn Balor. Agree or disagree with the finish between Adam Cole, Finn Balor, Tommaso Ciampa, and Finn Balor. They go to a tie. I repeat, he went to a tie. Yeah, any questions or comments, leave them. Because this finish was awful. Convince me that this finish was good. If someone can convince me, I will debate you. Because I think I, I'm very fascinated by this. Got a lot of people bouncing in and out. I'm loving it. Thank you, everyone, so much. I really appreciate it. Watching via Facebook. Give a reaction to how you feel about the video. Like the Walkway to Fight Club on Facebook. And follow the Facebook page as well. If you're watching, you subscribe. To, or you're, even if you're watching on Facebook. Just go to YouTube. Walkway to Fight Club. Subscribe to the channel. Give it a all thumbs up. That's all I ask. Thank you guys so much. A lot. And it'll help me out. It's greatly appreciated. Raw ratings. I know we're going a horrible, horrible main event Monday Night Raw. Raw wait. Uh, <laughs> Raw ratings down seven percent, but still well above what they were. Raw average one point nine oh million viewers, and in the key eighteen to forty nine demo a point five eight. Down 7% in viewers and 13% in 18 to 49. I got to say, though, these are good numbers. Like, they're still above what they had been doing. Still well below what they were doing before the pandemic. The full month before the pandemic average was 2.29 million viewers, 0.74 in 18 to 49, and 0.53 in 18 to 34. Raw went head-to-head with the NBA on TNT, which did 2.39 million viewers and 0.96 in the 18-49 demo for the game against the first 90 minutes of Raw and 2.84 million viewers and a 1.19 in 18-49 for the game against the last 90 minutes of Raw. The NHL playoff game on the NBC Sports Network did 1.42 million viewers and a 0.45 in 18-49. So that's good news. They beat the NHL playoffs. Raw was 23rd overall for the night, 5th if you factor out news coverage. In 18-49, Raw was 5th behind both NBA games, 90 Day Fiancé. That's a show? 
and Below Deck Mediterranean. What in the hell is Below Deck Mediterranean? Raw was fourth in males, 18 to 49, behind the NBA and NBA post show, seventh and 18 to 34, and sixth in males, 12 to 34. But not good. A 19% first, a third hour drop. The first hour, 2.10 million viewers. So they had people's attention from what happened at Payback. The 9 p.m. hour dropped to 1.88 million viewers. And then the 10 p.m. hour, 1.70 million viewers. It is what it is. I can't. It's slightly down. It's still better. You don't ever want to go down. 7% not much, but it's down enough. You're back under 2 million viewers. I think then going with that horrible main event finish. I can't, That's why I said Keith Lee should have won that main event. People want to see new. People want to see fresh. I love Randy Orton. Randy Orton's had a great 2020. But I want to see, and I know a lot of people want to see Keith Lee. They want to see him against Drew McIntyre for the WWE title. No offense, but that is just my opinion. I don't want to see. All right, before we get, got a couple comments here. The Elite 15s, someone from AEW's got to be trolling me. Who is NXT champion? You didn't watch show. Who won the Fatal 4-Way? Wasn't a Fatal 4-Way. The Elite 15. Thank you for watching. It's got to be a cruel freaking joke. There is no NXT champion. It went to... A draw between Finn Balor and Tommaso Ciampa. UFC news will end with this. The UFC did announce. It is official. First reported by TMZ. ESPN then followed up. I followed up as well. It is confirmed. The UFC 250. Even though Gilbert Burns has denied it. The UFC 256 main event on December 12th. The final pay-per-view. For the UFC in 2020 will be Kamara Usman defending the UFC welterweight title against Gilbert Burns. This was supposed to be the matchup at UFC 251 back in July. The week before, the f- about eight days before the fight, Burns was in Las Vegas about to get on a plane to Fight Island in Abu Dhabi. Tested positive for COVID-19. Had to bow out of the fight. Replaced by Jorge Masvidal. At the last second, Masvidal came up short as Usman, very dominant performance, not mostly dominant performance, won by unanimous decision. Start here. This will be the main event of the show. The co-main event will be Amanda Nunes defending the women's featherweight title against Megan Anderson. This isn't. Dana White said they were going to give the shot to Gilbert Burns, which I'm fine with, I guess. We do want to see, and this is my whole problem with MMA fans and media. Actually, everyone involved, fans or media, analysts, whatever you want to call it. They're happy. They want to see 
rightful contenders get title shots, but then complain about it when the fights, the rightful contender gets their title shot. Now, don't get me wrong. This fight isn't going to set the world on fire. This isn't going to garner mainstream interest. No one knows who Gilbert Burns is. Gilbert Burns needs to start talking. And in as hard as Kamaru Usman tries, and Kamaru Usman has a great story. He does. Not going to say he doesn't because we've written about him at Sporting News. We've written about him at The Zone. He has a great story. It's just a fact. No one gives a crap. It is what it is. We call it. Let's just like we see it. No one cares. That's partially on him, partially on the UFC. Same thing with Gilbert Burns. You got to give the fans, I'm going to watch it because it's my job. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I have to. I think Usman's a great fighter. I like how Gilbert Burns has come up to welterweight and just had a resurgence. And is now fighting for the world title. But, who gives a crap? No one wants to see this fight. People want to see Kamara Usman against George St. Pierre. People want to see Kamara Usman against Colby Cummington in rematch. People want to see Kamara Usman against Jorge Masvidal. People want to see Kamara Usman against Conor McGregor. People don't want to see Kamara Usman against Gilbert Burns. I get why they're going with the fight. Dana promised it to him, but Dana White promises everything and doesn't deliver. Sorry about that. But I have no interest in this fight. Who do I think wins? This is a bad matchup for Kamara Usman. The UFC better hope Kamara Usman wins. Because at least Kamara Usman can talk. And I will say that. We're going to learn a lot. We're going to learn two things. We're going to learn how great the UFC marketing team is. And we're also going to learn if Kamara Usman can sell a pay-per-view on his own. Nunes isn't going to talk much, even though she should. That's another one. You should be marketing it. If you can't market Nunes, Anderson, she's got a great story. Why was she gone for so long? I, you could basic, you could do the whole narrative of all her trials and tribulations to get to this point. Great story with Gilbert Burns. You got a great story with Kamar Usman. You have a great story with the main Nunes. If you can't market this pay-per-view right around all four of these participants, Something is wrong with the Ultimate Fighting Championship. How good is their marketing and how good is ESPN's marketing? Four fantastic stories, four great fighters. Yeah, the fighters still have to go out and do the media, but the UFC's got to put them in the position to get these opportunities and go outside of the normal MMA space. We're going to see how good their marketing is, and we're going to see how well Amanda Nunes and Kamara Usman can sell fights. How does Kamara Usman do without the villain in Colby Covington, the megastar of Jorge Masvidal? How well is he going to do here? 
Because it wasn't the most impressive win over Masvidal. And I think that's going to hurt Usman here. Unless he can really be like, hey, I beat the BMF champion. Yeah, beat the guy on six, seven days notice. I think a full fight, I think it's a completely... I'm not saying Masvidal wins, but I think the fight is better than what we saw. I honestly do. I'm not saying Masvidal will win, but I think it's a better... Usman will win. He should be proud of the win, but I would like to see a full camp with Jorge Masvidal and Kamaru Usman, and let's see how that shakes out. But we're going to see how well of a draw Usman is, right? This is a big fight for Kamaru Usman each way. I really, really do. We'll end with... And talking about Jorge Masvidal, TMZ also reported, they tried to report that this fight was going to, Jorge Masvidal and ATS2 would be happening on the same card as this. I knew that wasn't going to happen. And I even put that on Twitter. I reported along with ESPN that looks like this fight will be taking place in the beginning of 2021. They're trying the right now there's very big there's very high interest from both guys. The UFC is in negotiations with both guys. The plan is for these guys to fight in January. I think this fight Why not? It would be for the BMF title. I think they have to be hoping by putting this in January. If the fight gets made. And I and they're from what I'm told, they're very close. I was told they were in the red zone. For football people, that's on the 20-yard line. I think this is a great fight. I think this could be a lot of fun. Why not? Fight, first fight, ended in controversy. It got stopped by the New York State Athletic Commission doctor. Even though it looked like Masvidal was on his way to winning and on his way to a stoppage. There's enough of a story there where you can run it back. Masvidal promised he'd want, he wanted to run it back. And Masvidal's a man of his word, and you got to give him credit for that. It's a big fight. It's going to sell a lot of pay-per-views. Both guys are going to sell it. Why not? Let's rock and roll. And we will end with that. Thank you to everyone that watched. My goodness, a lot of questions, a lot of comments. A lot of upset wrestling fans. I'm an upset wrestling journal. I'm an upset journalist. Just remember, at the end of the day, this is supposed to, this is all fun. But it's a shame things can't be done right. We don't ask for much as wrestling fans. We just want to be entertained and don't insult our intelligence. I felt tonight. As a journalist and as a wrestling fan, our intelligence was insulted. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's how I feel. I feel ripped off. You can find the podcast. You can find this if you're watching on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash The Walkway to Fight Club. Or if you're watching on Facebook, just give a reaction to the video. And also like the Facebook page and also follow The Walkway to Fight Club on Facebook as well. Or you just go to the search bar on Facebook, just type in the Walkway to Fight Club. Like, follow, done. Watching on YouTube, which we're also live on YouTube this evening. Subscribe to the channel, the Walkway to Fight Club. And then, after you subscribe to the channel, like the video. Helps us out in the rankings, gets more people to watch the videos.
can also be found on Twitter at Walkway Fight. Also on Instagram, Walkway to Fight Club. You can find me, bam, right there on Twitter at SMeadlehousingJR. We also are available on podcast. Podcast. This this video will be podcasted. It'll be made into audio. We're available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and all your favorite down podcasting platforms. Rate, review, download, subscribe. Please give the five stars. Just type in the walkway to Fight Club. Lots of cool stuff on the YouTube page. A lot of cool stuff on the podcast page. Jericho. That's all I got to say right there. I just have to say Chris Jericho and we're done. John Moxley. Dakota Kai. Um, Garchani Gargano. Bailey. Um, the YouTube channel has those guys. CM Punk. Anthony Joshua. Deontay Wilder. Dana White. Chael Sonnen. Bill Goldberg. The Young Bucks. Cody. Um, God, I can keep going if my mind would allow me to remember and also, we got coming up later this week. We, I have an, it'll be up on Thursday. Audio and video interview I did with The Miz. We talk about, it's the season finale of Cannibal. That show is awesome, by the way. Now, better than expected interview with The Miz. I had very low expectations of that match. Of the interview going in. And it was, as The Miz says, awesome. Thought it was pretty good. I gotta give the Miz credit. It is pretty damn good. So we'll have I'll have that and we'll talk about we talk about in reality TV where he'd be without the real world. And we do address the controversy regarding Big E. I mean it's, it had to be brought up. And I thought a very good answer by the Miz. And you really, based off of what happened on Talking Smack this past Friday, very well said and couldn't agree more with the Miz. So that'll be up on Thursday. This podcast will be up on Wednesday morning, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all your favorite down, down, pod, all your podcasting platforms. Download, rate, review, subscribe. We will be. I will be back tomorrow night recapping AEW Dynamite. This is Steven Mielhausen. Thank you guys so much, and I'll talk to you guys next time.